I'm gonna make him an offer again. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Hello and welcome to the Best Movies You've Never Seen podcast. I'm your co-host, Stephen Fennick. And Trevor, it seems like ages, but it was only last week we recorded a show. <laughs> I just, Great to see you, Trev. It feels like just yesterday. <laughs> yes, Trevor Long, my co-host, is the reason we have this podcast. He hasn't seen many movies, and week by week we are introducing, to, introducing him to some of my favourites anyway. And this week we are talking about Total Recall. This is the original version in 1990. There was a remake, I think, in 2012. I did see it on my search. With Colin Farrell, yeah. This was uh, released in 1990, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sharon Stone, and directed by Paul Verhoeven. Now, do you know what other movie he directed that we've done on the show? Look, obviously. And I was very disappointed that you didn't like this movie. Oh, right. Oh, no, I don't know. Robocop. Oh, right. We'll be talking more about that. Okay. This film is based on the Philip K. Dick short story. He was sort of a sci-fi writer. The story was called We Can Remember It For You Wholesale. And it was uh, first optioned, would you believe, back in 1974. They optioned this story for movie rights, and and it took 16 years to finally get to the screen. Now, it had a bit of a journey to make it to, to the big screen. Right. The co-writers, Ronald Schusett and Dan O'Bannon, they started working on this in the 70s. But what they did, they thought, well, you know what? What we're writing is just, it's, it's the budget's going to be too big. So they decided to shelve it and then started work on another story with that, that O'Bannon uh, came up with. And mm. his, his idea was about a space monster and slowly picking off a spaceship crew. The film, the original Alien, wow, is what he came up with in the interim. Okay. Now, have a guess who was signed on to play Doug Quaid and to be filmed in Australia? Tom Cruise. Patrick Swayze. Oh, wow. He was uh, due to star Bruce Beresford, the Aussie director, was, was ready to, to uh, direct in Australia. Yeah. So the movie went into pre-production. Dino De Laurentiis' company... 
that was backing it yeah. folded. It went bankrupt oh. and so shelved again. Once Big Arnie heard about it, he thought, wow, this would be good. And he then, he was talking to Coralco, so a big, big production company. They bought, they bought the script for him, sort of as a vehicle for, for Arnold. Yep. And what he did, he'd seen Robocop, directed by Paul Verhoeven, and asked Paul Verhoeven if he was interested in directing it. So Arnie brought Paul Verhoeven on board, and uh, uh, Verhoeven loved it. And you'll see during the show, there's, uh, there's some people and some some uh, similarities between Robocop right. and, and Total Recall. Yep. Now, I know you've never seen this, but did you have any kind of impression of this before your first viewing? Blank canvas. Blank canvas. Zero. What was your, your thumbnail of this one? Uh, that's an excellent question. I don't... Should I have don't... been Arnie. Was it Arnie? Yeah, I think it was just his face. Yeah. You've got to remember, this was out in 1990. At the and peak at of the, Arnie? He was at peak powers of Arnie. Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the number one box office star in the I world. I mean... Fit-looking fella. Oh, yeah. Let's be real. Still bulging, <laughs> we, we, we hear. Um, the film had two Oscar nominations. Okay. One for Best Sound visual and Best... Visual Effects? Uh, no, Best okay. Sound Effects Editing. So visual effects were, you'll hear later, sort of the, they weren't quite into CGI. It was sort of that period between yeah, it was this kind of CGI, weird between. miniatures, yeah. And, uh, and looking back on it now, like I watched it in 4K... You can it really showed up the the shortcomings in the effects like yes. the, the, the some of the green obviously screen sort of the cut out in front yeah. of the green screen stuff yeah it really short but yeah I don't, it didn't take me out of the movie though um, the original cut of this movie you'll be you might be interested to know was given an X rating by really? the MPAA not for pornography but for violence excessive violence and what they did they had to trim some shots. And she uh, used some different angles, and then they came in, I think, with a, they got an R rating after right. that. Okay. All righty. This is your last exit before the freeway. We're going to take a deep dive into Total Recall. But before you do that, you can catch up with Total Recall on Fetch. Because it's one of uh, thousands of movies. In fact, if you go to the Fetch website, fetchtv.com.au, you'll see there's, at this moment, 10,762 items in the Fetch movie store. They're the items you can rent and buy. And on top of that, and including that, you've got the option to stream. So you can search for any movie, as I did. Just search for Total Recall, and it'll tell you that, hey, it's on Stan. You've got Stan. Go get it. And so I was able to watch it as a part of my Stan subscription. And uh, that's what you do with all types of content, from TV shows to movies. Uh, plus, there's the movie box, which is included movies, updated every single day. There's a new movie. Uh, so there's always something to watch for free, and there's always something to watch as a part of your existing subscriptions on Fetch. There's two great ways to get Fetch from a retailer, JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, Bing Lee, the good guys, Joyce Main, as well as from internet providers like Aussie Broadband, Internode, Ionet, and of course Telstra. So uh, plenty of options to get Fetch in your home. It's the ultimate home entertainment box, and you can find out more at fetchtv.com.au. Okay, you've now sat down and watched this, mm -hmm. and that was, of course, the first time you've seen it. Yes. So share us just your first impressions. It, it did have uh, a whole, like there was flashbacks to which movie am I watching here? There was a mm -hmm. little bit of... Um, there's a few movies we've done. Yep. I felt like I was transitioned between them. Okay. Um, but the Arnie Arnie stood out to me as just like <laughs> holds this thing yeah. together in every way. Because a lot of the other people I didn't really recognise. Yep. And so for me, it was all about Arnie. It it made me think. Like that's the thing. I I, I still today <laughs> will change my view on questions you'll ask me. Okay. I've got no doubt. Alrighty. Now what do, what are you tweeting on this one? A tweet on this one is. Uh, I think this is uh, this is a this is a classic Arnie that has to be enjoyed. Total Recall is something I've never seen, 
but you should uh, crack it on stand right now. Alrighty, well, I actually saw this at the movies with my footy mates. I was actually playing for South at the time. Okay. And uh, a lot of the few of the boys, we decided to go check out the new Arnie movie. Rather than going to training, you went to Arnie? Yes, no, it, was, it was after training. Oh, sure it was. Training. Sure it was. And uh, it's Who been, was your coach uh, at the time? Uh, it would have been uh, Steve Sims. Stephen Sims was a reserve grade coach and Frank Curry. No, George Piggins was still first grade coach. Okay. Yeah. Frank Curry, Steve Sims and George Piggins were all the three coaches. Uh, and I've seen this no, many, many times in the interceding years as well. Let's jump into the cast. Of course, the, our man Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Quaid. And for those who maybe have lived under a rock, you might you might have seen him also. Yeah, he's been around. In The Terminator, True Lies, which is on our list. That's a great movie directed by written and directed by James Cameron. Last Action Hero he was in as well, which we'll do, get to. That was panned at the time, but I thought it was a pretty good show. Did you recognise Sharon Stone? No, she played Laurie. She was in. Uh, she went on to be, to star in Basic Instinct. Yep, and also Casino. So the thing that's the thing about me being a complete idiot when it comes to <laughs> movies is I saw her name in the titles. So yeah. I thought, okay, I'm sure Sharon Stone. Okay, and halfway through the movie, I went, I assume the blonde is Sharon Stone. Yes, that's that's correct. What, like I had no idea. Yes, well, Sharon Stone. Her her standout movie, right, is Basic Instinct. Of course, yes. And Paul Verhoeven directed Basic Instinct Did he want? a few years after this. Right. So he, Sharon Stone's performance in this film is what influenced Paul Verhoeven to offer her the role for Basic Instinct because she plays a character who can change from being, uh, you know, a timid, loving wife to a killer. Yeah, yeah. And cool. that's what he wanted, that sort of character for Basic Instinct. Okay. And that's, why, that, that's what she kind of, uh, she won the job for Basic Instinct yeah, from right. this one. Okay. Rachel Tocotin plays Melina, and you would have recognised her in a movie we've done before. Oh, really? Con Air. She was in Con Air. Do you remember she was the officer when they took they took over the plane? She was the officer that was chained up, and one of them was threatening to I rape feel like her. And, she was, she was and Nicholas Cage said, "Yeah, Nicholas Cage said, there's no way I'm letting you do that.' Yeah, right. Yeah. She was also in Man on Fire with uh, Denzel Washington and Falling Down with uh, Michael Douglas. Michael Ironside. Did you recognise him? He was in a movie you love. He played Richter. He was in the original Top Gun. Right. Which you remember? Who are we talking about? He was Rick Richter in this movie. Was the remember the guy chasing chasing? He's the, he's the main. Antagonist he's the main antagonist too. Yeah, yeah, right. But he was oh, also. I didn't recognise him in in Top Gun. He was one of the instructors at at, at Top Gun. Remember with? Uh, okay. Do you remember? He was the one who said. Oh, to, he said to Maverick goes. That was some of the best flying I've ever seen, right until the bit part where he got killed. Yeah. Remember that? So okay. you'll, you'll, now you'll see his face yeah, and think, ah, oh, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie Cox plays Cohagen. Now, he is one of a few performers that also starred in Robocop, which is Paul Verhoeven's other film. Okay. He was also in Beverly Hills Cop. Oh. So in, in Paul Verhoeven's movie, Robocop and Total Recall, he plays the bad guy. So he's the villain in both movies. Right. Yeah. He was also in Deliverance, too, the movie oh. with Burt Reynolds and. Famous That's one movie. of those ones I've heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get around to that one. So All right. banjos in it? There is some, yeah. There is some banjos in that. Right, uh, before we jump into the run-through, let's talk about our other great sponsor, uh, and that's Hisense. If you're in the market for TV, give Hisense your full consideration. They have their new mini LED X range of TVs. These are their flagship models that, ca- that have their new... 
the new high, the new Mini LED X technology. So this is a new backlight technology that provides superior contrast, unbelievable brightness, and tremendous color accuracy to give you the best experience possible. It's the Mini LED X. It combines with their ULED technology and quantum dot technology to give you this stunning picture quality to really bring that home cinema experience home. The High View Engine X is their state-of-the-art proprietary driving force. It's actually powered by AI and can simulate human brain patterns to process and optimize the image and sound quality in real time to make sure you're getting the best possible outcome. Now, it also has Dolby Vision IQ and HDR10 adaptive, so that the, especially watching 4K movies, of course, the films look terrific. Dynamic tone mapping actually brings your content to life. And of course, if you're a gamer or love your sport, the TV can cater for those for those likes as well. If you're into your sport, you've got your smooth motion. So all those fast-moving images will be as, as good as if you were there. And if you're a gamer, you can hook up your console to this TV and experience a true gaming performance with the variable low latency mode and the sorry, automatic low latency mode, variable refresh rate, all of those features that really bring your gaming experience to the fore. But don't take our word for it. We recommend that you head down to a store, stand in front of a Hisense Mini LED XTV, and you'll see the quality for yourself. If you want to check it out, head over to hisense.com.au. Boom. Okay, now let's talk about Total Recall. An interesting start where there's, you see, you did you know that it was Mars straight away? Kind of, they, the they couple? Were, because they went with yeah. the red. Yes, it's red just, planet. Cool. Yeah, so obvious, yeah. So a couple walking on the surface of Mars, and it's a man and a woman, and the man slips and falls. We know, we I'm see like, oh my God, a, he's gone ski. Yes, we, we see him fall, crack his helmet. And uh, you're thinking, well, well he, he's not going to be living this too. His long. eyeballs explode. And uh, well, then we see, though, that it, Arnold wakes up. It's a nightmare. In so a he, muck lather. Like he's in hell, yeah. like him. Yep. <laughs> he does that. And next to him is his wife, Laurie. And she says, oh, don't worry, babe. It was a, it was a, a nightmare. But she says something she like, says, was yeah, it Mars again? It was at Mars again, but also asks about a certain person. Was she there? Cool. The one you told me about, the brunette. Oh, Laurie. Laurie. I can't believe you're jealous of a dream. Who is she? Nobody. Nobody? What's her name? I don't know. <laughs> tell me. I don't know. You better tell me. Oh. It's not funny. Doug, you dream about her every night. But I'm always let back in the morning. Let me go. Come on, baby. You know you're the girl of my dreams. Jeez, he rescued that one with the girl of your dreams thing. Oh, yeah. She was legit angry there. Yeah, she was a bit uh, concerned. Don't, but that was what you were meant to think. She was legit angry about the dream, right? Well, she was a little Because initially a it looked, looked playful, yeah. and then, yeah. it, then it became... yeah. Like it's anger turned a little bit for sure. Yeah. Uh, later on, they're preparing breakfast. I'm always he, back in the morning. Yeah. Sorry, it's a good line. <laughs> yeah, and then, but he says, "You're the girl of my dreams." Uh, they're making breakfast, and here's a nice bit of exposition here, where there's a news bulletin that's showing some unrest on Mars. Quato and his so-called Freedom Brigade claim credit for this latest bombing, which attempted to reopen the sealed-off pyramid mines. 
So you know that Mars. Well, he he was dreaming that he was on Mars. Yeah. Then he's watching a bulletin about Mars. Yeah. And then I think after this, he he tells Laurie that he wants to go to Mars. He goes, "Why don't we go?" And so this yeah. whole period then allows you to establish yeah. he's not just a dreamer. It's a, it's a reality. Like you can yeah. actually go there. It's like an aspiration. So you get this sense of now where this movie is set, yeah. uh, future wise. Yep. But Stephen, is there some point in your plans for this show that we're going to sit and talk about the technology in this? In this there movie? is, yeah. Well, we in, in because in, in as, passing, soon, as soon yeah. as they as soon as they cut to this shot, I went. Well, Samsung's ahead of their time with the wall here because this TV, <laughs> like wall. he's sitting there, yeah. and the whole wall is a yeah. is a screen. It's yeah. not a TV hanging from the wall. No, the wall it's like becomes a, it's like a, a, it becomes a window or a TV. Yeah, yeah. The, and the other thing I'll say yeah. is that I wouldn't mind betting this is a favourite movie of Elon Musk. You think so? Okay. Two reasons. Yeah. Mars, Mars yeah, and, and the technology. Well, yeah. Okay, three reasons. Yeah. Mars, the general technology, and three, the design of these cars. If you don't see the Cybertruck in here, you're <laughs> yeah. mad. Don't yeah, you think? Yeah, I, yeah, come to think of it. Yeah. Man, I'm sitting here going, this is wild. <laughs> yeah, it had some, that, that, that some angular, good, those there's angular some great things, technology yeah. throughout this, which, yeah. you know, in part comes true, and yeah, yeah it's, it's it very well done. It, what I like about it, it doesn't show its age too much. Cause no. It's, so, it's set so far in the future that... Here's our assumption from a 1990 yes. perspective of what to... And they actually... I didn't think they did too bad. Do pretty good. Uh, at the end of this, when he's talking about Mars too, I think we, mm. we find out that he says, look, I want to do something more with my life. I'd, he says, you know, that he, I feel yeah, like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm meant to do more. I want to do more, yeah. yeah. So th- which, that, which made me sit down and go... Jeez, I don't get those feelings. Am I just yeah. lazy? You're already, you're already the peak of your power. <laughs> Come on. And so therefore... It's all downhill from here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We then see him. Uh, he's a construction worker, and he's. Oh, uh, by the way, she says there we should go on a holiday. Yeah, we should go to Saturn. Yeah, I think which she's. Yeah, which opens up this whole. Okay, this is not just Mars. This is. Yeah, we're oh, now inter, we're inter, no interplanetary travelers. Yeah, interplanetary yeah. travel. Uh, at the construction site, did you notice that him and his co-worker were hammering away? They were the only two people on the construction site that weren't wearing safety gear. <laughs> 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 the only two people that weren't wearing helmets. Everyone else had a helmet on, That's but Artie funny. didn't. Um, and he was he was t- talked to his uh, co-worker. I think on the on the train on the way into work, he saw the ad for Recall. Yes, and he asked his friend about what he thought about him going. You ever heard of Recall? Recall? You know where they sell those fake memories? Oh, Recall! 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 You thinking of going there? I don't know. Maybe. Well, don't. Why not? A friend of mine tried one of their special offers. Nearly got himself lobotomized. No shit. Don't fuck with your brain, pal. It ain't worth it. It's not. Lobotomized sounds pretty bad. Yes, and we should have perhaps warned people that there's explicit language. Ah, it's well. going to be yeah. <laughs> And so what he does, though, he totally ignores his mate's advice and heads over to Off he recall. Goes. Did you like this bit when he's walking in the office and the girl's changing the color of her nails? Just tap it on. Isn't that a great invention? Imagine if someone could come up with that in, my real, wife, in reality. It'd save us some money for wow, a start. Yeah. The amount she spends on getting her nails done. Exactly right. My daughter's too, yeah. But he uh, he heads in there anyway, uh, and he's thinking about the Mars package. To be perfectly honest with you, Doug, if outer space is your thing, I think you would be much happier with one of our Saturn cruises. Everybody raves about them. Now, I'm not interested in Saturn. I said Mars. Okay. You're the boss. Mars it is. Now, let me see. The basic Mars package will run you 
899 credits. Now that's for two full weeks of memories, complete in every detail. If you want a longer trip, that'll cost you a little more because it's a deeper implant. What's in the two-week package? Well, first of all, Doug, let me tell you, when you go recall, you get nothing but first-class memories. Private cabin on the shuttle, the deluxe suite at the Hilton, plus all the major sites, Mount Pyramid, the Grand Canals, and of course, Venusville. Yeah, but how real does it seem? As real as any memory in your head. Come on, don't bullshit me. No, I'm telling you, Doug, your brain will not know the difference. And that's guaranteed, or your money back. What about the guy you lobotomized? Did he get a refund? You're talking ancient history. Nowadays, traveling with recall is safer than getting on a rocket. <laughs> it's a wild idea. Yeah. Just straight up. Yeah. Wild plant, idea. Don't go on the holiday. You're sitting there Have thinking, the memory of the holiday. What have I achieved? Because there's a part, another part to it. I don't know yeah, whether it was the, the doctor play, explaining, but next year. where it's that whole, you know, you've lived, you've done nothing with your life. Yeah. So let's just implant a bunch of memories so that you have done something with your life. Because yeah. the point is that after this, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know that you didn't do them. That's you definitely right. did them. Well, in typical style, though, what does the <laughs> salesman try to do? Up he sell. tries to upsell. All right. While you fill out this questionnaire, I'm going to familiarize you with some of our options. No options. Whatever you say. Could I ask you just one question, though? What is it that is exactly the same about every single vacation you have ever taken? I give up. You. You're the same. No matter where you go, there you are. It's always the same old you. Let me suggest that you take a vacation from yourself. And I know, it sounds wild. It is the latest thing in travel. We call it the ego trip. No, I'm not interested in that. You're going to love this, Doug. We offer you a choice of alternate identities during your trip. I'm, face it, why go to Mars as a tourist when you can go as a playboy or a famous jock or... Secret agent. How much is that? Ah, let me tantalize you. You are a top operative back under deep cover on your most important mission. People are trying to kill you left and right. You meet this beautiful, exotic woman Come on. I don't want to spoil it for you, Doug. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. So this is how he's he's agreed to get it all, to, to have the implants, to get the memories. There's, they're putting him in the chair. And then he's asked to add some details. He's Including speak, choosing a woman. Choosing a woman. And he said, okay, brunette. But straight up. But that's, yeah. the, fir that's the first weird thing. It's, it's like hair color. He goes, yeah. brunette. And you think, hang on, your wife's blonde. Yeah. But, ah, uh, your dream. You could quite, yeah. you could just tell through the mask that that woman in the dream was a brunette. So it's like, dude. And then they like, think, your wife athletic. finds out who you chose, you're in big trouble. <laughs> athletic. And then they says, you know, do you want her to be, um, you know, wholesome, sleazy? She says, be honest. It'll be better for the implant. He goes, yeah. sleazy. And then I think he changes his mind. But anyway, <laughs> the end picture of the woman is the same woman that was in his dream. Did mm. you notice that? I, I, so Rachel it looked Dakota, familiar, but yes. Yeah, it was her. That face was the same person that was in the dream. Right. So were you thinking here, okay, what's, yeah, what's happening thinking, here? No, no, I'm not really thinking that. I'm just thinking, uh, you know, he's got an interesting side dreaming life. Yes. So uh, next thing we see, he's about to get his implant uh, done. And I, I like the, how they've done this, where... where the guy was uh, was was pitching to another customer, a female customer, yeah. and there's you see the video phone on his desk with the faces on there saying "pick up, pick yeah, up," yeah, yeah. and then they say, "Look, we've had a problem here." You know, he rushes in, 
and it turns out he's 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 just gone berserk. Get off you! You blew my cover! What the fuck is going on here? You can't do a simple goddamn double implant. It's not my fault. We get a memory cap. They'll be here any minute. They killed you all. What the hell is he talking about? Let me go, Mr. Quaid. Try to calm down. My name is not Quaid. Go on, time me now. Grab his leg. I'm Tammy! Hold it down, quick! Let me go! They're pumping it full of sedatives. Are you alright? Listen to me. He has been going on and on about Mars. He has really been there. Use your head, you dumb bitch. He's just acting out the secret agent portion of his ego trip. I'm afraid that's not possible. Why not? Because we haven't implanted it yet. Boom. Yeah. That's massive. Yes. So you think like, wait a minute. But they go on and have a conversation right now, and she says, look, I think he's had his memory wiped. So this, this little procedure triggered something in his mind. Yeah. And he thought, well, you know what, you know what, refund his money, put him in a cab around the corner. We don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, and that's basically what they do. The, the, this kind of assistant nurse doctor woman say, yeah. looks at it and goes, "This is strange. Not the kind of yeah. thing we normally see." And the only explanation for it is that his memory's been He's been erased before, mucked with before. Yeah, which is a funny. It's like in computer terms, you think about it, it's like you know, yeah. a, a piece of a, a one terabyte drive that's had full data on it. You just yeah. lose the boot record. Yeah. It's still actually got data on it. You're just overriding it, and so. Yeah. It's that concept that memories live, depending Absolutely. on how they're accessed. So your brain must work in the same way. Then, yeah. Uh, so we we see that he's uh, he's in. They put him in a cab. Yep. Uh, he wakes up and he wakes up near the train station. He heads on, and but then he's confronted by remember his mate from the construction from the construction yard. site. Hey, Quaid. Gary, how was your trip to Mars? What trip? You went to recall, remember? I did? Yeah, you did. I told you not to, but you went anyway. What are you, my father? <laughs> Come on, I'll buy you a drink. Listen, I'm already late. Thank you very much, but... <laughs> hey! Come right hey, hey, down. Hey, hey. Come on, hey, bring him down here. Come on, move it. Let's go get that drink. What is going on? What the fuck did I do wrong? Tell me! You blamed Quaid! You blamed about Mars! Are you crazy? I don't even know anything about Mars! You should have listened to me, Quaid. I was there to keep you out of trouble. Harry, you're making a big mistake. You got me mixed up with somebody else. Uh-uh, pal. You got yourself mixed up with somebody else. It's funny how many in these grabs I'm hearing in the rewatch, um, how many references there are to, you know, you got yourself mixed up with someone else in the earlier grab, yeah. it was, that's not my name. Yeah. So there's actually a lot of little clues. Things are bubbling to the surface. Which none of which yeah. I picked up on during okay. during that first watch. Good. Did you like it though? So you, you know when... By the way, who takes on Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> yeah. I mean... And there was how many? There was like six yeah. of them. You needed 50. But he killed all of them. Yeah. So you're thinking, this bloke's got some skills. Uh, He's not yeah. just a construction worker. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's got some skills. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he does he does kill a ball. He uh, she he goes home though, and yeah. and uh, like he shuts all the windows and and wants to warn his wife Laurie, and he's tr trying to, to explain the situation to her, 
And then she turns on him, remember? So you, sort of the, the Whoa, lights go did out. Did not see this coming. Yeah, the lights go out and then bang, bang, bang. You think, and then he discovers that it's her that's yeah. shooting at him as well. He finally subdues her, but then she tells him everything. <laughs> talk. I said talk. I'm not your wife. The hell you're not. I swear to God, I never saw you before six weeks ago. Her marriage is just a memory implant. You think I'm stupid? <laughs> you remember our wedding? Was implanted by the agency. Falling in love. Implanted. Our friends, my job, eight years together. Suppose all of this was implanted too? The job's real. The agency set it up. Bullshit. <sighs> they erased your identity and implanted a new one. I was written in as your wife so that I could watch you and make sure the erasure took. Boom. Wild. Another twist there, hey. But, it, but it's a good, um, I guess, moment in the movie to... Create the next arc, or you know what to say, because yeah. it kind of resets everything you, you mm. you're, everything you've seen. It see in a lot of times in movies, I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, okay. and I and I think that it's hard for you to appreciate in that first watch how you don't see stuff. Yeah. So what I loved about just that moment there is it kind of puts a puts a full stop on everything we've just yeah. seen. It it explains. If you haven't worked it out, he's yeah. had his in memory erased, yes. and, every, and a new one. Created. Nothing is what it seems. So That's it, right. All his stuff is implanted memories, yeah. and and yet we all these little things that happened to this point. You're thinking, well, he, he's obviously, like you said, that that data that hadn't been overwritten yet. Yeah, it's still bubbling to the yeah. surface. Uh, so Quaid sees out the window, says others are on their way, including Richter, who we find is actually Laurie's real husband. Yeah, because very he, nice of him to lend her to the he experiment. He gives her a big hey, like, kiss. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a very strange thing to let your <laughs> wife get it do. They go after quite a now. Here's the part that earned them the X rating, and oh. I think I've seen, I've got the unrated version of this, and I'm not sure what version you would have seen on Stan. Mm -hmm. But the bit where he's going up the escalator and they start shooting at him, yes, and he grabs a guy grabs and uses a, guy, a shield. Yep. I don't know how much how graphic that was in what you watched on stand. Just a lot of bullets in the in the yeah. in the shield. The version guy. I watched, the unrated version, is just him just getting pummeled full of bullets. He's just a bloody pulpy mess. And he turns around and they fire from the other way, and then he throws the body yeah. towards them uh, as well. That happened in mine. Yeah, that, that, I reckon there was a couple of seconds. I don't know that he was cut. quite a bloody pulpy mess, yeah. but they cut a few seconds to to make it streamer compatible. Right. Okay. But that that's what the what earned him the X rating. So these All little right. trims needed to be done. Um. Next thing, Richter's boss. So they, they've chased him. He's he's lost them. Richter's boss, Cohagen. We hear him from the first time. That's Ronnie Cox, and uh, he tells them his plans and what he, they need to do. What the fuck is going on down there? I'm trying to neutralize the traitor, sir. If I wanted him dead, you moron, I wouldn't have dumped him on Earth. We can't let him run around. He knows too much. Laurie says he can't remember jack shit. That's now. In an hour, he could have total recall. Listen Boom. to me, Richter. I want Quaid delivered alive for reimplantation. Have you got that? I want him back in place with Lori. Did you hear me? What was that, sir? I couldn't Wait, hear sir, you. What are you doing? Did you hear Quaid me? Again. Switching to another channel, sir. I've got sunspots. <laughs> so, See, so Richter's obviously running his own agenda here. Well, I think so. Richter, it's it's like Cohagen said. If I wanted him dead, I would have. I wouldn't have sent him there. Richter's just trying to do a job. He doesn't yeah. understand that that doesn't involve killing him. But I've got to be honest with you. And now reflecting, spoiler alert, all the way to the end of the movie, yep. I'm not sure why he doesn't want him dead. Because he, I guess because he still knows things that, that is important to Cohagen. Yeah. 
He's got suppressed memories or something that he needs. Kill him. To, yeah. Like if he's seeing stuff that he shouldn't see, yeah. you kill him. I guess so. Like it so makes he, so it's a little it's a, a little for me a bit it's a plot of a hole. hole. Okay. Because yep. at this point he's angry at Richter for yeah. for killing trying to kill him. Yep. Why? Yeah. Neutralize the problem. Well, you but you I think your question is also answered further towards the end of the movie yeah. as well. Yeah. You, you'll you'll find out why. Um, so next thing Quaid checks into a hotel and gets a call from an, another agent who's trying to help him and he does does mention that they are trying to they're tracking him as well. If you want to live, don't hang up. What do you want? They've got your bug. They'll be busting down your door in about three minutes unless you do exactly what I say. Don't bother searching. The bug's in your skull. Who are you? Never mind. Wet a towel and wrap it around your head. That'll muffle the signal. How'd you find me? I'd advise you to hurry. This'll buy you some time. They won't be able to pinpoint you. Wraps a wets a towel, wraps around his head. Looks very strange. Now go to the window. Go. Can you see me down here? Mm-hmm. This is the suitcase you gave me. I gave you? I'm gonna set it here. You come and get it, keep moving. Wait, wait. What? Who are you? We were buddies in the agency back on Mars. You asked me if you disappeared to come and find you, so here I am. Goodbye. What was I doing on Mars? Does this increase the intrigue a little bit for you Massively, now? yeah, for so sure. So you're thinking, who's But again, the I question everything. It's like, mate, why would you leave a suitcase sitting there? That's just stupid. Do you love it when he goes He's to up get... in a hotel. I mean, yeah, what yeah. are you going to do here? Yeah. And then, of course, when he goes down there, there's an old yeah, lady trying to go. <laughs> that was funny. She tried, mate, tried to he's lucky it. he turned up when she did. Yeah, I know. How I know. did he not... The suitcase would have been taken well before he got in the lifts. <laughs> Anyway, well, he does take over the case and he yeah. jumps into a Johnny cab. Yes, this was the you see the Johnny cab for the first time. Yeah, so it's kind of an advanced Uber, really a driverless Uber. It's yeah, it's right? an autonomous vehicle with a, with a with a uh, yeah. uh, robot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do they call um, a humanoid? Like a humanoid android. style robot, yeah, android, so yeah. that you get the impression of a cab, yeah. but actually it's just a. Uh, a speaker. Do you think that Elon Musk might be looking at this as for his autonomous driving? Again, model? there you go. Yeah, There's another reason. Driver. I have to find out. Yeah, yeah. Elon, I think, is one of his one of his favourites. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Anyway, he uh, he's taking the case. Johnny Cab. Uh, he escapes in the Johnny Cab, and then he goes to a, like an old cement factory or something to open up the case. Inside, he finds money, right. a hologram brace bracelet. Remember when he puts this on? Yes, he sees that's himself. pretty cool. Yep, and uh, and a screen that he pops out. I'm thinking the tablet technology could have been a little bit better, don't you reckon? This massive yeah. screen that he yeah. unfolded. Yeah, would have that that looked a bit. Uh, it aged a little bit, but. When he opens up the screen, he finds himself looking at himself. Howdy, stranger. This is Hauser. If things have gone wrong, I'm talking to myself, and you've got a wet towel wrapped around your head. <laughs> now, whatever your name is, get ready for the big surprise. You are not you. You are me. No shit. All my life, I worked for Mars Intelligence. I did Cohagen's dirty work. But a few weeks ago, I met somebody, a woman, and I learned a few things, like I've been playing for the wrong team. All I can do now is try to make up for it. See, there's enough shit in here to fuck Cohagen good. Now, unfortunately, if you're listening to this, that means that he has got to me first. And here comes the hard part, old buddy. Now it is all up to you. Confused more? Yeah. Makes sense more. Yeah, 
I, you don't know so, who to believe now, do you? No, no. I'm now. I'm all in on on the the video message. This yep. makes sense. Yep. It all makes sense that he had this thing happen to him, and and he had preparations. He knew something was going to. Happen. He prepared this. Mentions the woman too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If there's money. It's all there. Like, so no, I'm all in on on the storyline that is uh, created with and by Quaid. Yeah. Did you like the bit where he goes, okay, stick this thing up your nose, get rid of the tracker? Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you like to, they used that little, the fake Arnie head a couple of times, you know, like when he was gasping for breath on the surface and in this bit, there was yeah. a, do you know, you know that was a fake head. Oh, obviously, you? yeah. Can't <laughs> pull something that There's a few fake thing. heads in this too where right. they use that as a, and the, that, that thing out of his nose was massive. It was enormous. Yeah. It was almost golf ball size. Yeah, it was decent. So he removes the tracker, and then I think he puts in in a little bit of food, and then the rats start taking it around. But also, he leaves him with this message: "Get your ass to Mars." Yeah, which yeah. uh, So when Richter and the team come because they're they're tracking the the rat now rat tracker, um, that message is still playing. It's not referred to, but it's assumed. That Richter yeah. knows where he's going because it keeps saying, "Get your ass to Mars." Get your ass to Mars. Think, uh, before he goes, Quaid smashes it. Yeah, and then uh, when they shoot the rat, it splashes the the blood onto the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, next thing is uh, is now on Mars, and it's you, the you can see you obviously the, the ship and it's the red planet. You know that the, the he's, he's done yeah. what he's told. It's like they're in a customs yeah. or immigration hall yeah. now. Yeah, so or something. they're getting through. And this is a funny bit. It's the woman who's passing through customs. But she's got the suitcase. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, she's the suitcase got the suitcase. That he has. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, good, good pick. Because that's, yeah. I'm like, hang on a minute, who's this chick? Yeah. But she's tall, and you're thinking he's in costume, <laughs> right? And, and, and so he's got the suitcases that dead giveaway to realise, okay, all eyes on. Any news of Quaid? Not since you lost him. Watch your mouth, Captain. We've got a car to take. So how long do you plan to stay on Mars? Two weeks. Look at that shit. What the hell's this? It says Quato. They think he's fucking George Washington. Kill the bastard. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is. Have you brought any fruits or vegetables onto the planet? Two weeks. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> It's not just graffiti. The rebels took over the refinery last night. No turbidium is going out, and it gets worse. The rebels. That's pretty wild. You know the two. I I use that when I'm when I'm talking about say two two weeks. (laughs) I've used that so many times. Where? Just just talking to my wife and that. You know, and my, my mates who know the movie. Um, but I love how the, when he, that, that, um, Richter sees, he goes, there's Quaid there. And he, he unclicks the head and it comes off and then you see him, his head, but then he throws the head to the soldiers and the head says, do you remember what she said? Get ready for a surprise. And it blows up. It's a bomb. So, um, yeah, Quaid, uh, he blows them up there. Now one, one little, one little tidbit there. The name written on the passport, if you look really closely, the two weeks lady, uh, is in the passport. It says her name is Priscilla Allen, which is the actual name of that actress. Oh, really? Her real name is on her passport. Wow. Yeah. Take take a close look at it. Yeah. 
Anyway, he's escaped and he's on the heading to the on the train. Remember, he had he had a, a Hilton booking. He yes, had a, a pass to Hilton a membership. Instructions, what yeah. you need to do. Yeah. So he's on the train heading to the Hilton and he asks about the Pyramid Mine. Remember mm-hmm. the guy saying, "Oh yeah, they found all this bunch of alien shit in there." And, yeah. And he goes, "They've shut it ever he, since." And, but uh, Quaid goes, "That's just rumours, though." Yeah. So yeah, so we, you know that there's something. You doing. know, there's something about this big. They enormous mentioned it, pyramid. They mentioned it in the news bulletin at the start. Right. The Pyramid Mine. Um, Cohagen uh, tells Richter he's look he's kept some information from him to capture Quaid alive and he says look trust me I've got a plan so you're thinking they're all on their own little path here Quaid checks into the Hilton and they, he says oh you've got Mr. Quaid or, or whatever name was it Quaid his name was no, or was it was Hauser, Hauser. Hauser Mr. Hauser you've got a safety deposit box and in the safety deposit box was a note uh, it was like a flyer club. for the last resort and I think on the back it said, for a good time, look, call Molina. Yeah. And I like this bit where yeah, he grabs a, he pen. Grabs a pen and the, the writing matches. He so grabs a own. pen and writes Molina so that he can yeah. verify that he's the one that wrote the, the message. Correct. He starts, this is where he starts to realise this this video message isn't the only thing that shows that he really yeah. may so have had this past That's life. another confirmation that he yeah. had been here before. So what does he do? He heads to Venusville, and do you love Benny the cabbie? He goes, I've got five kids to feed. Five kids. And he convinces him to uh, to take him to Venusville. When he gets to Venusville, though, they arrive, and you see all these strange-looking people. There's mutants mm. there. And he asks, he goes, why, why, are these, why is this happening? He says, oh, you know, bad domes, poor air. Over the years, that's what's happened. So obviously they've been there for some time on Mars. Yeah. And uh, he heads into the brothel, the last resort. And asks for Melina. You son of a bitch. You're alive. I thought that Cohagen tortured you to death. Well, I guess he didn't. And you couldn't get me a message? You never even wondered what happened to me? <sighs> How's it thank God you're alive? Melina. 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 Hmm? I'll tell you something. What? I don't remember you. What are you talking about? I don't remember you. I don't remember us. I don't even remember me. <laughs> what did you get amnesia? How did you get here? Hauser left me a note. Hauser, you're Hauser. Not anymore. Now I'm Quaid. Douglas Quaid. Hauser, you've lost your mind. I didn't lose my mind. Cohagen stole it. He found out that Hauser switched sides, so he turned him into somebody else. Me. This is too weird. And he dumped me on earth with a wife and a lousy child. Did you, say, supposed to be- did you <laughs> say wife? Are you fucking married? No, she wasn't really my wife. Oh, she isn't really your wife. How stupid of me. She was Hauser's wife? Look, forget that I said No, wife. let's just forget everything. I'm sick of you and your goddamn lies. Why would I lie to you? See, there's a little bit in there where that exposes that it's like he yeah. switched sides. Yeah. So he was going to turn on Cohagen. Mm. Cohagen, yeah, that's right. Because remember before when, when Hauser mentioned, he goes, oh, I met a girl. And so you're thinking, well, that was, he want, did want to turn on him and, and yeah. turn the tables. So anyway, she, she's brushed him. He, uh, he heads back to the Hilton and he hears a little knock on the door. And it turns out this is a doctor from Recall. What do you want? Well, this is going to be very difficult for you to accept, Mr. Quaid. I'm listening. I'm afraid you're not really standing here right now. You know, Doug, you could have fooled me. I'm quite serious. You're not here, and neither am I. That's amazing. (laughs) Where are we? At recall. 
You're strapped into an implant chair, and I'm monitoring you from the psychoprobe console. Ah, I get it. I'm dreaming. And all this is part of the delightful vacation your company has sold me. Not right? exactly. What you're experiencing is a freeform delusion based on our memory tapes. But you're inventing it yourself as you go along. What if it is my delusion? Who the hell invited you? I've been artificially implanted as an emergency measure. I'm sorry to tell you this, Mr. Quaid, but you've suffered a schizoid embolism. We can't snap you out of your fantasy. And I've been sent in to try to talk you down. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? Reminds me of like a mechanic explaining what's wrong with your car. That's You've true. suffered this, this, yep. this. Yep. How do you know if it's real or not? Here's the thing though. Yeah. Now that I hear that back again, I don't know what happens in a minute, but yeah. that still leaves you with the thought that that could yeah, be what's happening. I, I know. It does. You're thinking, where could that so be? I'm like, could, could that possibly be? Yeah. All the way to is the credits. Real? Is, yeah. is he actually <laughs> still yeah. in a chair? Yeah. More on that later. Okay. But uh, what we see next though. What we what we see next though is the door open <coughs> and Laurie is there, his yeah. wife, right? And she's there. But what Quaid sees, Quaid's thinking, well, if we're in the if we're on a in in at recall, he sees a little bead of sweat go down his face. He goes, if that that to him must mean this what he's seen is happening in front of him rather than it being an implanted memory. I didn't notice that. And that's why he actually just shoots the bike in the head. Yeah, just go on ski. Yeah. And then Laurie goes, Oh my God, what have you done? And then the second later, boom, the wall blows up and there's all they're all in there yeah. after him. They capture him, um, and they, he gets dragged away and Melina turns up. And she her and that's a great great fight between her and Laurie. Yeah, they, she's got some serious some, kicks about yeah, her. Yeah, so they uh he ends up he ends up. Uh, they end up fighting each other, but then Quaid Hank gets a uh, gets hold of a gun. Doug, honey, you wouldn't hurt me, would you, sweetheart? Sweetheart, be reasonable. After all, we're married. Not anymore. Consider that a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to keep that for the best lines, but I, that I, is that, up there. Yeah, it had to be. It had to be. I've got a few others. Yeah. Uh, Melina says, "Look, you know, Quado <laughs> wants to speak to you." So Quado, you, you, they're building up is the this mystery kind of, of Quado. Uh, uh, he's the resistance yeah. leader, right? Yeah, and <laughs> no one knows what he looks. I remember the soldier said, "No one knows who, where he is, oh, what he that's looks right. like." Yep. So there's a bit of mystery to but him. But there's clearly a lot of support for him on oh, Mars. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. They said he's like George Washington. They were saying. Um, Richter and Helm, of course, they're chasing by. Benny the cabbie happens to be there, and I'm thinking that's convenient. And he takes them back to Venusville with but the. Just to be clear, yeah. like I, the reason I think he's there is because yeah. he tipped him heavy the yes. first time. So basically, so he's now hanging out the front. He's just going yeah. wherever he is in front of the Hilton. Yes, still the Hilton. he's just going wherever he is because yeah. he's a great fare. Absolutely. So they head back to Venusville. Remember, there's a bit of a car chase through the tunnels here. The car actually crashes into the into Venusville into the brothel. I love this bit when they, they, they open up a hatch and they get them in and they put the hash back and they put a table and like, yep. like no one's been here. Um, Very cool. But then what happens, Richter and his men, though, they decide, you know what, we're just going to shoot the hell out of this place. shoot everyone, including the three-breasted woman. Yes. Gets get shot in the back. They're fake, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Did you like the um, the woman, the little the little woman? Yeah. Did you recognise her from Seinfeld? Uh, yeah, she yes. She was in a Seinfeld episode. There you go. Remember, yeah. remember what's his name? Kramer's mate. I do recognise yeah. her now. Yeah, and the, that. in the in that episode, she she thought that he was heightening. 
That was her, and I did love the bit where she gets up on top of the bar with a machine gun. <laughs> it was awesome. Anyway, um, there, Richter is told by Cohagen, get your ass out of there, retreat, because he's going to cut off the oxygen in Venusville. Yeah. All right. So this is, and this is the power the that Cohagen has. He's yeah. got the power he to regulates control the air. the air, charges for air, yes. all these things. He's got all that power, and then you see the fans slowing down and everything. Mm. But Quaid is then taken to meet the mysterious Quato. Now, he's taken in a room in George, I think is the guy's name, that he's in the yeah, room who'd, with. Who'd yeah, who'd earlier been in the, in the, uh, in the brothel yeah. with Tony, so he, right. he was not an unfamiliar character. Cohagen found something weird inside, and it's got him scared shitless. What? Aliens? You tell me. I don't know. Yes, you do. You're talking about the pyramid. That's why we brought you here. Cohagen's big secret is buried in that black hole you call a brain. And Quato's going to dig it out. You're Quato, right? Wrong. It's fascinating because Quato's a mutant. He sits behind the desk. So don't get upset when you see him. This what do you want, Mr. Quay? The same as you, to remember. But why? To be myself again. You are what you do. A man is defined by his action, not his memory. Please, take my hand. Oh. So there's this kind of what mind you, reading thing going yeah, on there. I want to just go back one step. Yeah. What did you think when the guy turned around? And you see Mate, that he was like that a was Siamese twin. The stupidest, you think, dumbest, most disgusting Finnick, thing. What is Finnick got me That watching? is basically the point of the movie where I went, mate, you've gone too far this time. <laughs> All right. He's birthed a child well, without sort of, giving birth. He's a Siamese it's twin. It's, come like out. A, it's a Siamese twin, isn't it? Mate, it's foul. Yeah. Okay. But surprised you about didn't it? Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Those Get are not surprises surprise. I enjoy, mate, <laughs> at all. Just so you know, well, just not so my kind of surprise. Fair enough. Okay, so Quato, in that little scene, yeah. reads his mind and yes. sees the alien machinery it's this kind of, within the pyramid. Yeah, so it looks like that, a reactor. They, they staring at each other, yeah. and, and it's Quato's way of looking into his mind. Yeah, It's like this this mutant has some power to oh, yeah. breach that yep. disc reading you know, that Absolutely. I've talked about. So yeah. beyond that, the mind wipe. And uh, he sees that it's, this has been kept secret by Cohagen so he can control the planet. Yeah. Now, the Coato figure, if mm. you like, did yeah. you notice that when they were, that he was talking that the it looked obviously the guy that was, it was a fake, the guy had a fake head and was fake, the whole thing was yes. fake. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that was corrected by, uh, created by Rob Botine, I think, who worked with uh, Verhoeven in um, Robocop. Right. There were 15 puppeteers working that character. Jesus 15, Christ. 15 of them. And the makeup was just like the actor was, his name's Marshall Bell. He sort of basically wore a chest plate. Yeah. And then they were working it through that. And apparently, uh, this is according to the director in the, the uh, commentary, 
it took six hours to put that onto the actor Bell. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the minutes later, you see the rebel hideout is attacked. The whole thing from every yeah. wall, every yes. angle. And so, in. did you notice this little bit right where they see Quaid, Molina, and George slash Quato run out of the room, yeah. and Benny spots Quato, George. Right, you see. Him. Yeah, you see. You see he, him all. He's like, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa. He notices something. Right? Yes. Anyway, keep that in your mind. But uh, they head into this other little room, and then Benny turns on them, shoots George slash Quato. Yep. And uh, the que- Quaid and Molina are then captured. And he, remember, he says to him, um, you know, he goes, I've got four kids to feed. He goes, ah, you got me. Yeah. And then he goes, <laughs> so oh, he, you don't have any kids. He was tracking him around. Yeah. So that's why he was always there. Now for we him. know why. So yes. he, was, uh, he po- was posing as a cabbie. Anyway, Quaid and Molina are captured uh, by Cohagen. And Cohagen now explains a few things. You see, Quaid, none of my people could get close to Quato. Fucking mutants could always sniff us out. So Hauser and I sat down and invented you, the perfect mole. You know you're lying. Hauser turned against you. <laughs> That's what we wanted you to think. The fact is, Hauser volunteered to become Doug Quaid. It was the only way to fool the psychics. Oh, get your story straight. This idiot here has been trying to kill me ever since I went to recall. You don't kill somebody you're trying to plant. He wasn't in on it. You set him off by going to recall. So why am I still alive? We gave you lots of help. Benny here. My pleasure, man. The guy with the suitcase, the mask, the money, the message from Hauser. All of that was set up by us. Sorry. Too perfect. Perfect my ass. You pop your memory cap before we can activate you? Richter goes hog wild screwing up everything I spent a year planning. Frankly, I'm amazed it worked. Well, Cohagen, I have to hand it to you. It's the best mind fuck yet. <laughs> so, what so are you more confused now yes. or not? So just re- remind me there at the start of that yeah. grab. Why does Cohagen send him to Earth? Why, why does he? Why does he want him alive? Because he tries to explain it there, but mm. I, don't, I still don't get it. Cause to get to Quato, because they said that. Us trying to get close to oh, Quato. So the, this is mu- all about trying to yeah, get to Quato. The mutants, right, the yes. mutants could sense it that they were fake. Yeah. So what we had to do was create the ultimate mole, which was you, who didn't ha- have any memory of anything, right. and send you in there, and it worked. And they gave him help with the case, Benny the cabbie, yep. all that. See, at this that point, the I'm reason. like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So they wanted to get close to Quato. It makes sense. And it worked. They got to Quato and killed Quato. It legit yeah. seems like Coagan has yeah. nailed this plan. So uh, <coughs> the next part of this, though, is... And, the, and this next part yeah. is the bit that takes it over the edge, where you go, hang on a minute, he's, he's, he's legit. Actually, he's actually telling, telling the truth, yeah. So you don't, know, you don't know what's going on. Someone you trust wants to talk to you. Who is it this time? My mother? <laughs> Howdy, Quaid. If you're listening to this, that means that Quato is dead. And you have led us to him. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't let me down. Sorry for that shit I've put you through, but hey, what are friends for? I would like to wish you happiness and long life, old buddy, but unfortunately, this is not gonna happen. You see, it's my body I've got there, and I want it back. Sorry to be an Indian giver, but I was here first. So, adios, amigo. 
And thanks for not getting yourself killed. So in the hey, maybe we meet now at Dreams. In the video, he's got his arm <laughs> around Cohagen. You yeah. never know. So. Feels real. Yeah. So they're thinking, right, okay. So memory says, I want my mem- I want my body back. So yep. they're going to restore his memory. Yeah. And in the, in the uh, remember they take him and strap him down? He's going to strap this, him down this the same cracking part. Where they're going to give him his memory back, but also Melina, they're going to fix her up. Relax, Quaid. You'll like being Hauser. Guy's a fucking asshole. Not true. He's one of my best friends. Besides, he's got a big house and a Mercedes. You like Melina, right? Well, you get to fuck her every night. That's right. She's going to be Hauser's babe. I'll bust his balls. That was cool. But anyway, what he does, I love this bit where remember they're strapped in and he actually pulls out one of the armrests. Yeah, it only, t- it only takes one to, yeah. <laughs> to break and then he's able to un- unleash everything and Boy. stab the bloke. Oh, and, yeah. yeah it's this was a over-the-top, over super-violent section here. So they, they kill everyone. He lets her out. They head to the Pyramid Mine. And yeah. they decide, well, you know what, we're going to activate this baby. But this, and so yeah. there's a, there's again a weird, weird yeah. bit here where they go, oh, hang on. So instead of going, you know, twenty meters that way and flicking a switch to turn the auction back on for the people yeah. over there, we're going to go yeah, reactor, on an yeah. unknown quest <laughs> to create yes. oxygen for the planet. That's right. It's a bit well, weird. Well, but they didn't. Oh, they. I think he had an idea. You're going to hear in a minute what his thoughts are on that. But the, they hit a dead end here, and then Benny's in an excavated. Truck. Oh yeah, and uh, but <coughs> our man Quaid uh, gets him through the side wall with a drill there, and he says, as he's doing it, he goes, "Screw you!" Yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> um, so they head toward the alien control panel, and as they're making their way there, Quaid's explaining everything. This whole thing is one big reactor made out of tapenium. Gohagen knows it makes air. The bastard won't turn it on. Of course not. If Mars had an atmosphere, he'd lose control. See down there? It's a glacier. The whole core of Mars is ice. The reactor melted and it releases the oxygen. The oxygen. The oxygen. The oxygen. Release the oxygen. <laughs> so uh, they, Richter, of course, is on his tail. Yeah. And I love when he uses the hollow bracelet. You know, he sort of. Yeah, to. They're all like shooting a, at him like and a, he's it's laughing. It's like a <laughs> Mall of Mirrors kind of, uh, of Mirrors, yeah, situ- good, situation. Good uh, he uses that, and I think they even swap at one point. Remember where she has it? She does the same thing. And then thing. He, uh, they wipe them all out. I love this thing when he jumps on the elevator with him. Remember when they're going up and yeah. they, he like sort of hangs off the edge. close to the top. He hangs off the edge and loses both his arms. And I love when he's tossing his arms where he goes, I'll see you at the party, Richter. <laughs> couple of nice little one-liners there. <clears throat> but as he's uh, about to inst- about to turn this thing on, Cohagen turns up. Don't touch that. Get away! Get back! What are you afraid of? Turn it on! Impossible! Once the reaction starts, it'll spread to all the turbinium in the planet. Mars will go into global meltdown. That's why the aliens never turned it on. And you expect me to believe you? Who gives a shit what you believe? In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. Then I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. I didn't want it to end this way. I wanted Hauser back, but no. You had to be Quaid. I am Quaid. You're nothing. You're nobody. You're a stupid dream. Well, 
All dreams come to an end. That's Melina, by the way. Mm. So he, uh, they, what happens now is that he gets blown out. The, the bomb goes off, first of all, yep. and that, that sort of pierces the dome or whatever, and he gets sucked out. Cahagan. So Cahagan's out there. But then Arnie uh, manages to turn on he the just, reactor. He just fast, he just fast, just far enough it. to reach, yeah. turn on the then reactor. Then it starts sinking and everything sort of starts coming to life. And then those sort of, it's like these sort of it's nuclear like heat, rods. Yeah, heat rods going into the, the glacier to, to then release the, the oxygen in the air. Yeah, so this reactor creates oxygen and starts creating an atmosphere. But both notice, of them do get blown they out. They do get blown they? out, and they're there struggling. Because um, old mate Cohagen has the the eyeball popping. Yeah, he's effect. he dies. A similar thing starts yeah. to happen to those two. Yeah, but I it think beca- they come so close. Yeah, they do. Amazingly, they they they, they end they, up they get through contorting it. back to normal. <laughs> yeah. I think once you stretch out like that, you get. Back I would to have normal. thought your eyeballs yeah. are not going to work after. Maybe, that. maybe. Yeah. But you know what? The good news is, though, the oxygen is created. There's yes. an atmosphere. The people, the the folks at Venusville have been saved as well. Yes. And uh, the last thing we see is kind of the first thing we see. Do you remember the, the, them walking on the surface of Mars? Mm. And um, Quaid wonders whether it's all been a dream. I can't believe it. It's like a dream. What's wrong? I just had a terrible thought. What if this is a dream? Well, then kiss me quick before you wake up. So what do you think? Like, Paul Verhoeven, right, he's on record saying he deliberately wanted this to be ambiguous. And and he nailed nailed it. He didn't didn't want... He thought, is it because is, is it, it a dream? Was he the, lobotomized? There's basically like, yeah. multiple points within the movie where, yeah. within the story, where he could have ended the Quaid character. So obviously, that first time he goes into into recall, mm. everything after that could be yeah. the memory that's created for him. He, everything he, because it's a secret agent thing he chooses yeah. to do. Here's my theory: is that he was Hauser, switched to Quaid. And liked Quaid better, liked being Quaid better, and met Melina, and thought, "Well, I don't want to. This is me. This is my. I'm assuming this is my life, and I want to stay in this life." Hang on. Not, but he had no other memory of his previous life. Then, when confronted, he goes, "Actually, this is who you really are." He goes, "I don't want that. I want to stay here." So you're saying what we see is what plays yeah, out. Yeah, I think it plays. He out. does fight yes. the the yes. reallocation of his yes, memory. Yes, he does. Yeah. I, I think that is just as plausible yeah, as him a, as him a, simply having paid for this, this entire memory. Yeah, well, that's another thing too. Absolutely that, that, right. You know, whether it's yeah. 20 minutes in or 30, when that moment and he goes to that doctor and says, yes, I yeah. want to be a secret. Because you've got to remember, the doctor says, what's the one thing about all your yeah. holidays that's You're the, the same. same? You. It's yeah. you. Yeah. So this whole thing is an imagination of a different character. You could build up a case for either side to be right. 100%. That's, I think that's the beauty of the movie. Anyway, let's get to some favourite lines, shall we? This is, uh, remember when he gets out of the Johnny cab for the yeah, first when time? Yeah, he's, when he's running to the to escape. The fare is 18 credits, please. Sue me, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> Sue me. This is another one. When he first sees Melina for the first time in the brothel. Still bulging, I see. <laughs> what you been feeding this thing? Blondes. 
Bombs. Maybe she grabs him by the, yeah. you know what? Uh, this is a great bit. This is a good line when, remember the mutant, the guy with the funny head? Mm. You got a lot of nerve showing your face around here, Hauser. Look who's talking. <laughs> hey, Tony, give the big guy a break. Relax. You live longer. That's a good line. Can I blow your mind a little bit here? Okay. That actor yeah. that was with the funny face yeah. is Dean Norris, who was in Breaking Bad. Okay. Do you remember have you seen Breaking Bad? Oh, yeah. You know the brother in law? No, I don't remember. That works for the for the for the CIA. Or oh, the DEA agent. Yes. No. That's Dean Norris. That's him. Wow. Yeah, that's him. That's wild. There you go. I knew I'd blow your mind. Righto. How did that happen? A few there's a look, I think you've got to have a Pretty big suspension of disbelief here. Yeah, I think so. One of the biggest plot holes, and every time I watch this, I'm thinking, how is this happening? Remember when he uses the hologram? And he's in the middle of the hologram, and everyone's shooting at him from all directions. Mm. They they would have shot each other. Yeah. Everyone would have been dead. They actually use that bit later on. Yeah, yeah. someone does get shot. Someone does that, but earlier on, they're thinking they're shooting everybody, and nothing happens. Uh, Now, let's get scientific here. Mm. Due to the small size of Mars... um, you know how the, it created the atmosphere? Yeah. The the planet is so small that it doesn't have enough gravity to keep the air on the surface. Okay. So the, if, if that had happened, it just sort of floated off into space. All right, mate. No one And everyone would have died. That. No one was okay. questioning that, really. Okay. <laughs> Things you might not know, as I think I alluded to this earlier, this was the one of the last major blockbusters that still used miniatures, miniature effects instead of CGI. Right. You got to remember, I think the 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 movie that was sort of the tipping point was, I think, uh, Jurassic Park, which was 1993. This was in 1990, so a couple of two or three years earlier. Okay. So it was one of the last to use miniatures instead of CGI. Now there was there were some good effects though. I did like. Remember when he goes through and he's being chased and he goes through the X-ray in the train station? Love that. And he and he he's sort of looking either side and it's he not, actually I mean, jumps out. It's not out. perfect, let's be real. Yeah. But, but for the time, I think it looked amazing. Yeah, yeah it looked really good. Um, the three-breasted hooker, yeah, Mary, uh, she was originally supposed to have four breasts. Yeah, that would have been ridiculous. Yeah, but they thought it looked too much like um, it would have looked too much like a cow udder. For four, oh, four breasts. Right. Yeah, they no. thought, yeah, what? Let's knock one. Let's back. go three wide. But get this right: the actress who played Mary, hmm. her name was Licia Naff. She thought, looking back on it, she was found the whole thing humiliating, as if as if she'd even shown her real breasts, but they were they were fake, right? And she said, you know what? I don't didn't want to do any publicity for it. She was really she she what? Yeah, she was uh, a little bit uh, sorry she did it. Yeah, bit, re- she, bit of a regret of hers. She even knocked back an appearance on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Yeah, because he would have taken the mickey out of the three there tits. There you go, mate. There you go. Now, in the uh, adaption of the screenplay, the early drafts of the... The character's name in the Philip K. Dick short story is Douglas Quayle. Not Quayle. And so you remember when this was made in the early 90s, in yeah. the late 80s, early 90s, um, it was the... Vice President George Bush's Vice President was was Quayle, remember? I don't remember. That. Yeah, right. Uh, Dan Quayle was the pro Vice President. I said, you know what? Let's not make it after the Vice President. Okay. Let's make Fair it cool. Quaid. Yeah. Did you notice? Hmm. Now you're a baseball fan, right? Yes. Near the beginning of the movie, they were watching a TV commercial that was advertising Game Four of a obviously fictitious World Series event between the 
a team that doesn't exist, the Tokyo Samurais right. and the Toronto Blue Jays. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice. The real Blue Jays never reached the World Series when the movie, by the time the movie was released, mm. but they would win it two years later, back-to-back World Series. Wow. Yeah. Did you also notice, here's another little interesting tidbit, Coca-Cola on no, Earth Pepsi. is the only one on Earth, you only see ads for Coke. Yeah. On Mars, you only see ads for Pepsi. Oh, see, I noticed the Pepsi yeah. in a fridge somewhere. Pepsi, I thought it must have been a deal. So the Pepsi's in on Mars, Coca-Cola on Earth. That's wild. Um, the miniatures for the shots, they actually they had some pretty detailed Martian geography shots, and they actually modelled part of the miniatures after real Martian geography, so it looked accurate. Nice. Yeah. Um, did you also notice, this is a quirky one, when Johnny Cab is whistling, you know the Johnny Cab driver? He's actually whistling the Norwegian national anthem. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Three questions for Trev. Okay. Now, question one is, I think you might have answered this or not. Was it a dream or was it real? What is your gut saying? I could believe either equally. Yeah. If you had to bet on one, which would it be? Real. Okay. You're with me there then. Uh, Question two. Did Doug uh, and Melina live happily ever after? Or is there... They have their ups and downs, like any couple. They hang together. (laughs) Let's stick it through. All right. Here's another question. You know how the the whole thing in this movie is you can have a memory implanted? Yeah. What's one memory you would have? If you could choose any memory to be implanted, like an experience or something, wow. what would you have implanted? It'd be, race, it'd be a racetrack experience of some so sort. So winning a Formula 1, driving when no, winning a Formula 1 No, you know, I wouldn't, go, I wouldn't make it something ridiculous like winning a championship. I'd just yeah. be like um, a for, driving a Formula 1 car at pace around Mount Panorama, something uh. you just could never do. Why stop at Mount Panorama? You can do anything. Oh, Make it Monte Carlo or something. Because that's 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 <laughs> it's achievable. Okay. Yeah, very good. That's interesting. What would you? What would yours be? Uh, I would. I reckon it'd be some sort of sporting moment. I, I'd probably sort of like want to throw the winning touchdown in a Super Bowl or something. Yeah, or something right. Like, you know, like. But how do you justify win, win, having win, that memory though? I don't know. It's it's you can you can have whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> right. That is Total <laughs> Recall. Give us your wrap up and rating. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I didn't love it. Yep. It got you thinking though, but didn't it? It got me thinking. I think the thinking is the thing that I enjoyed most about yep. it. Yep. Um in fact the more I think about it, the more I liked it. So I probably came here thinking six point five and I'm probably oh. gonna leave with a seven point five. Okay. It's a seven point five for me. It's a good yeah, movie. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm an eight point five. I I like this movie. I've I've watched I think it. I know all, I love all the quirks of the movie too. Yeah, I think the things. more the more I realise that I could watch it again and think more yeah. of it. Well, that's why I like it that because when you rewatch it, you pick up little things and you change your opinion yes. about things sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I can see myself going. No, yeah. Actually, yeah. no, he's definitely playing this through. Oh no, he, actually, this is all part <laughs> of the. Yeah, interesting. Awesome. All right. Well, that was Total Recall. And so, what did you give it? Seven point five. Seven point five. I'm um, eight point five. Let's talk about next week, shall we? Okay. Now, this movie is in our intro. Is it the Liam Neeson one? Taken, yes. Oh, I was, you know what? I was listening to it at the start of this show, and I thought, man, yeah. he's got a new movie coming out I keep yeah. seeing promos for. You better give me this Liam Neeson thing. Taken, baby, okay. starring Liam Neeson. Now, your millionaire question, though, right, yeah. is Star Wars related. Oh. Liam Neeson was in one Star Wars movie. Okay. Uh, what was it? A, episode one, B, episode two, C, episode three, or D, Rogue One? Hang on. That's not an episode. Oh, no, it wasn't an episode, but it was a movie. He's in Rogue One then. 
He's in episode one. He's in the Phantom Menace. Yeah, he plays Qui Gon. Qui Gon Jin. Yeah, he plays a Jedi in uh, his um, Obi Wan Kenobi's mentor. Yeah, we'll have to watch them together. (laughs) No, I'm good. Liam Neeson. So this is the classic. You know, I will find you and I will kill you. Right. In our intro. So this is taken next week. Trev, bring it on to that. And we're glad we got through Total Recall. Let's go. Talk to you soon. See ya.